Don't just talking, top rope walking, ultimate exit, serious flexing, never be vague with your boy Craig, and opinion mixing from heat to Nixon, keep doing things in an impactful way, bloody nonsense as the Brits say, talking bloody nonsense. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the MIC Craig, aka Mr. Impact. Join us always by the one and only Peter Nixon. This is Talking Bloody Nonsense right here on the TNIW channel. It's a new week. It's a new impact. But first things first, Nixon, how's, how's it going? Yeah, all good here. Thanks. Not much to uh, report. I'm, I I know we'll, we'll get to it later on, but I'm halfway through the IPWF throwback throwdown. Um, I love uh, when they do the IPWF stuff. But because it's non-canonical, it doesn't feel as important. And I've had a lot of other stuff going on. I've just done nine days straight at work. So I just haven't had time to watch it. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting show. Obviously, they usually are. And it's just, like I said, it's it's just a bit of fun. They do every, every year now. And they do what they do with it. Yeah, always, it doesn't need doesn't need to be any more than once a year. Yeah. It's just a, a fun little show. Once a year is enough. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's nonsense. <laughs> so I guess we should uh, start the show, and unfortunately, have to start with some with some with some sad news. Uh, TV and chat guest, and like worked for promotions everywhere, but of course, you know him. And I do. Uh, unfortunately, Len Davies, I said to born TV and chat guest, yes, has sadly passed away uh, early, early this week. Uh, um, so you, you'd informed us that he had he's been uh, unwell for some time, and it, yeah, it came to I think from most people, I'm assuming, came as 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 a as a, as a shock that it, it's, it's, he's he's passed away. And so obviously, uh, you knew him, knew him much better than I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, where do you start in a conversation like this? It's not some they would expect him, but obviously you interviewed him, you, you, uh, you shared his story. So, I mean, where do you start with this? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no way you can start. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Len did pass away um, late last week. Um Poor old boy, he'd he'd been in hospital for a long time. Um, I'd say probably six months he'd, he'd been there. Um, he had to have uh, his foot amputated and then more of his leg amputated later on. Um, but he remained positive throughout this whole journey. Um, he was uh, going on Instagram live on Instagram every day and just talking for five minutes and he was just so positive and he he kept on looking forward to the future like, this isn't going to stop me um yeah poor old boy uh it was really sad um you know it, it, he had such a positive effect on so many people's lives and his story is just so fascinating just the things he's done in his life um, you know, we did the the TBN chats with him in February, 
I believe. Um, yeah. And we, you know, we try and keep these things to half an hour. But me and Glenn spoke for a whole hour and we'd only covered half of the stuff that I'd written down. So I said, let's do a part two. And unfortunately, you know, he went into hospital uh, soon after and we never got the chance to do it. But um, yeah, if, if you are interested in Glenn's story, go back and watch TBN Chats. I think it's number four with Glenn Davies because it's just fascinating. He's got so many cool stories about, you know, his upbringing, his you know life in wrestling because he was never a wrestler. He was a producer, director, and he worked in TV. Um, such an informed, intelligent, clever bloke. Um, and yeah, he he was influential in TNA coming to the UK and you know working in production on those shows. So he's got some great stories. Um, he shared one with me uh, off air about Scott Steiner in Zurich, which uh, if you, I'm not going to tell it on the podcast because it was a private story, but if you, if you know me, then I'll, I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, really, really gutted for Len. Um, such a, a positive, smart, you know, amazing fella. And, uh, you know, rest in peace, sir. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I wasn't part of the interview, but watching it and just listening to, let to say, clearly someone who cared and was passionate about what he did, and it, it and every, you know, as, as uh, quite a few uh, tributes to him on social media, and you know, from everyone, what everyone was saying, no one had a bad say against him. It was just, yeah, and that came through really well. That like he was just. A genuinely nice person, which is very rare to find now. It's, I mean, it's like I said, the information TNA coming to um, the UK worked with the WWE at some point. The ref at the time, uh, from remember rightly, even had uh, some uh, work with uh, ECW. Yeah, um, so when the ECW DVDs started coming out in the UK, produced by Delta Music, uh, the copyright issues, because, you know, ECW didn't care about copyright, you know, in terms of music. So people were using entrance themes willy-nilly. Obviously, Sandman used Metallica, RVD used Pantera, used so many. Um, But you can't really get away with that. Um, <laughs> here. So the, the DVDs had to be dubbed over with, um, you know, the entrance themes anyway, had to be dubbed over with, uh, with you know, music that, that they were allowed to use. And Glenn produced all of that music that you hear on those, DV, those ECW DVDs. Um, and I... I used to buy the ECW DVDs way before I got into wrestling. So when I, you know, I met Len and found out that he was the person behind them, we had a long old chat about that, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it, like I said, just someone who was clearly passionate about what he did, cared about making it the best he, he could make it, and all, all this, all the stories. You know, it's yeah, it's that's definitely. Uh, chats that I've enjoyed listening to because of the stories 
because you, you get a almost a peek behind the curtain, which you know it, it's, it's not something you get here very often. So no, it's it's, it's like I said, it's really sad news that you know he's passed on, and obviously sending every bit of positivity you have to ev anyone affected by this. You know, it, it's it's a it's, it's a difficult time and. Our, our DMs are open, you know. It's, but no, it's his his story is out out there and told for the most part, which is can only be a positive thing. People can go and find out what he was, what influence he had in this, in this business, and it's when when you think about it, it's insane. Which how many companies he's worked for? If, or not just in UK, but in the US, and and obviously, you know, a big part of just wrestling in general, which can't be overlooked. To sort of impact uh, UK, even uh, post a tribute to him on on their social media, which again got you know it's testament to how much of an impact he did have, and how important he was to the UK tours, which are some of the like I mean you go back and look at the pictures from the UK tours it looked incredible you know especially that, that shot of Wembley Wembley Arena full and if Len had been involved maybe that, maybe that wouldn't wouldn't have got to that point so you know it, like I said just uh, rest in peace Len and I again positivity to anyone affected by this because it's it's, it's a shock to most people and it's not really much more we can uh it yeah it's like our dms are open if you i want to give a, a specific shout out to tom len's son um who is well, len's next of kin and he was the one that broke the news on len's social media um he you know he has to now sort everything out so uh you know if you if you know tom um get in touch with him just see how he's doing um you know chuck him some positive vibes yeah that's, that's all we can do and just yeah i hope it's at peace so we can yeah. hope so uh, i suppose now now we move on and we uh and we talk some some uh positive stuff if you like and uh I think we'll get into because uh, Josh Josh Isaiah's title reign because my goodness, on twenty eight days away from becoming world champion in history, which you know I I didn't think it would happen this soon as Bobby would even though it has been almost ten years, just a yeah, ten years since Bobby yeah. Roode's reign finished. Which is crazy. I mean, what what have you thought to Josh's reign so far? Obviously, you know he's beaten everyone, some biggest names in wrestling currently, and going to Hard to Kill and facing Bully Ray in Impact Hall of Famer. What have you made to this title run so far? And I've been, uh, I've, I've said this as well that it's just been kind of. A little bit lackluster, not in terms of the names, 
but in terms of well we know Josh isn't going to lose what's what have you thought of Josh's impact wrestling more title reign so far I couldn't really put it any better than that well most of the matches I've thought to myself well there's no way Josh is losing um the the one time that I thought maybe was the Kazarian match at Overdrive. And that's only because they did such a great job hyping Kazarian um, as like, oh, it's all or nothing for Kazarian. You know, he, this is his one and only last, first and last opportunity at the world title. I don't know, I guess he had opportunities in 2007, but, um, yeah. you know, yeah, it felt like a big deal and perhaps Kazarian could do it, but, you know, of course, there was no way. He's, he wrestles for AEW. Um, right. Likely, that's that's him done with Impact for the time being after the Kentucky tapings. Um, I guess, you know, there's stuff going on that I don't know about. So we know. Um, yeah, you know, um, this isn't to say that all of Josh's matches weren't absolute bangers. Because they were. There's only yeah. one match that really didn't pull me in, and that was the Joe Doring match. Um, and and that was it was fine, but it was so predictable, and it went on after a hell of a card. I think it was against all odds. Yeah, the the show was so so good that they just couldn't top what you'd seen already. And that, I guess that's a credit to the Impact roster, really. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you could call the rain lackluster because the matches have been so good. Yeah. But we need someone to come along and really feel like a threat to Josh's reign because I don't think Bully Ray is going to win the title at Hard to Kill. And that was going to be my next question. Yeah, it's... It is one of those things where... This has been a great feud over the last couple of weeks because we know we all know what Bully Ray is. We all know what he does. And this has been, uh, uh, since Moose, when Josh won the title, this has been the most heated feud Josh has had as Impact World Champion. And, you know, Bully Ray is just, is a prick, let's be real. <laughs> that, that's what he does. Mm. And he does it very, very well. Yeah. I you know. know. I've really, I was so negative when Bully Ray came back, but he's really won me over. His work has been tremendous. Yeah. Excellent. And, you know, if you, if you caught last week's impact, like, I, obviously, because we all know the deal of wrestling, but when they can get you to switch off and accept this as a reality, like, this is actually happening, this is real. It's not wrestling isn't real. It's like this isn't just a storyline. This is real life. You know, he made it personal. I wanted Scott to want to kill him. I wanted Scott to get that chair and smash it over his head. And that's a testament to what Bully Ray can do and what the, the storyline impact of presenting here. And how, I guess, how over. I think it came more from um, Jade, Jen getting attacked. I think that's pissed off the impact fans the most mm. because. You know, Jade is, is 
essentially over as is Jet. Obviously, Jet wasn't involved in that segment, but no, you, you couldn't have involved uh, yeah. Jet in that. And that was my thing. I you had a feeling something was going to happen after uh, Overdrive. Yeah, Overdrive when Jet was obviously taken away from ringside. Something else was going to happen then because Jet wasn't there anymore, but Jade was. So you obviously knew. I had a feeling something was going to happen there, and it and it did. But as far as Josh's title reign goes, when when, it, when it's all said and done, whenever this comes to an end, whoever beats Josh, you look at it will come down to the the list of people he's beaten. This is what this title reign will be remembered for. The people he's beaten. I can't remember if he beat Charlie Haas but as he would no after the world championship. No, no, it was in the lead up to the Moose match. Yeah, I said it was like, I said when it's getting obstacles around his way. Yeah, but but I mean, you could you could look at it from this angle. Look at the people he's beaten this year, and the yeah. people he's beaten since becoming world champion at Bound for Glory last year. Right, he, he's he's beaten Suzuki. He's beaten Ishii. He's beaten Charlie. Just, yeah, Cage. it's insane people he's beaten and i saw this thing on on, on twitter because it had to be twitter if it's negative <laughs> it was it was in response to uh, uh lance storm as it confused to the uh hangman and moxley storyline one confused why hangman's annoyed at marks or something i said i don't know what's going on with aw but and someone it's just being a, a troll essentially said uh maybe focus on maybe focus on tna when you've got old people like bully ray uh burying your young talent like bully ray beat moose in a tables match that's it obviously you oh, only tag match against bullet club but that he beat he pinned you in bay or ace he pinned you which like to say that having Bully bury the young talent is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he beat Juice, who was on his way out of the company. Yeah. And he beat Moose in a tables match, which is Bully Ray's match. Yeah. And he did it at the start of the show, which at the end of the show, he turned heel and did that incredible angle. Exactly. So yeah. he, I mean, if he'd have lost, he'd have, been, he'd have looked like a fool. Yeah. So no, yeah, you're right. He's not burying anyone. Not not yet, anyway. Um, you know, the the Hangman Moxley thing um, is all because uh, Moxley gave Hangman a concussion. So it, it does make sense. But um, yeah, that that's ridiculous that someone would call Lance Storm out on Bully Ray burying the young talent. Yeah, it's. But I guess that's the uh, thing people like to spin the lol TNA stuff. Exactly. Which is never gonna go. No, we're, we're never going to shake on, that stick, on, I'm afraid. No, but it's, I think at some point we should do a segment of where we, we uh, react to the, the the lol TNA tweets because some of them are absolutely hilarious. I mean, I saw one, um, this guy, I was, again, the same, same response, it was the, it was, there were AEW trolls essentially having to go at that storm and saying that, uh, oh, why are you, Having to go at AWN impact, you know, that their their uh, 
the, the lighting is shitty and you can't see the fans. But he used a picture from Hard to Kill from 2019. Right. Like, that's not, you can't, you can't put that logic in when you, if you haven't seen it in the last few months. I mean, yeah, it's obviously not great, but it's all about what they can, what, what, what doing the best with what they have. Mm. So it's beyond ridiculous. But on, on back onto Josh quickly, it's, it's just one of those things where this will be looked back on as, he, he, will, he, he will break the, the reign of Bobby Roode. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I had hopes that Bobby Roode will come back before the before he broke the reign, but sadly, that's not possible as Bobby Roode's in, uh, currently injured and just, just recovering from surgery, which, mm-hmm. you know, is very unfortunate. But even without Bobby Roode, this reign, I mean, it's, it's going to be incredible. And we saw how... The feud with Moose went with, between Moose and Josh. Now I've got doing like the same, something a little bit worse to be honest. I, I was, I mean, yeah, Moose speared Jade, but that was about as far as I went to the house. But you know, uh, Moose wasn't about to put this power driver on a concrete floor. Mm. So it's all perspective, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I have a question about that angle uh, overdrive. So obviously, Bully uh, cable tied Josh's wrist to the rope, and Josh got free. Was he meant to get free, and they covered it, or was that meant to happen? I don't know. If was, I don't know if we're supposed to get free now. I don't think that's supposed to happen. Because if it was a botch, they covered it very, very well. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, we've seen times that happened before. I think I don't think I think Bully tied it quite enough, and Josh just strained Sneaked a bit out. and snapped. Yeah, I think he just. I think he just. I. I mean, they tried. He tried it with Rich on, on Impact this weekend. He, he did it a bit more. Obviously, I imagine Rich has got slightly smaller rest than Josh, but yeah, I don't think. Obviously, we have seen botches in that. Uh, type of stuff before with uh cable ties. I mean, I go, I suppose you go back to the, I think it was, oh, it was Roman Reigns with Kevin Owens and they took forever. Oh, yeah. Getting yeah, Owens tied. Yeah, getting Owens tied to the uh, grid and the referee stopped counting for about 10 seconds. Yeah, and Heyman couldn't unlock Roman, could he? Roman, yeah, yeah. Yeah, couldn't get the key in. So, yeah, the ref had to call an audible and just stop counting. Yeah. But it's obviously different. I I don't think that's supposed to happen per se. But I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Who knows? Not that it matters because the the angle uh, got pulled off anyway. Yeah, and obviously again, it was the 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 trolls essentially said, "Oh, why didn't Josh stop him there?" Uh, It's not part of the story. (laughs) He doesn't Mm. go with it. Go with it. Yeah, Josh wasn't supposed to stop him. But yeah, I think one was gonna be a great one, and obviously I'm. I have more of a reason why I don't want to see uh, Buddy beat Josh at Hard to Kill because February the 6th in Manchester, Josh Alexander is defending the Impact World Championship against Kez Evans. I And I'm, I can't wait to beat that show. And I've, I'm going to be meeting Josh Alexander, which is beyond insane. So extra reason. Yes, uh, Sovereign Pro. I've already putting out 
great show. It's like this is their second show, and they've pulled Josh, Josh Alexander and got, got to defend the World Championship on the second show. That's like, well, it's that, and Josh was a replacement. He wasn't supposed to be on that show originally, which is beyond like awesome. Hard to see it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's I guess that's uh, Josh Josh Tyler Rain. He's as of recording is 28 days away but as soon as it goes out it'll be 27 days and whenever you watch it you might have already broken it who knows but I think you will it's going to happen Bully isn't beating Josh it's just a, a, a nice story to yeah. go along with so now we're going to move on uh, still on Impact um, it was announced Tasha Steele was re-signed last week uh, Eric Young was killed off because that's what Impact do. <laughs> They'll just kill you off. And also, uh, as we recorded on the Wednesday, about two hours ago, it was broken that John Skyler has re-signed with Impact Wrestling. Now, we'll, we'll, first of all, we'll start on the re-signings with Tasha Steele and John Skyler. Yeah, what, if, what, what do you make to that? Obviously, a lot, a lot of people thought Tasha was going was to pop up in uh, AW for the baddies thing didn't happen she's staying with impact which i guess most people seem surprised by were you surprised by that or were you kind of thinking well i don't what, what were your thoughts on Tasha steel's resign with impact uh it doesn't surprise me um it would have made perfect sense for her to rock up in aew you know she's really talented and she would have fit right in with jade cargill's faction uh at the same time It hasn't worked out for a lot of the impact women and men going over to AEW because mm-hmm. what have they done with Caleb Connolly and Jake something and Rohit Raju, Kira Hogan, Madison Rain? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're just not being featured. I, I, you can say Madison Rain is on TV once every third week. Yeah. And I, saw- uh, I think Kira Hogan is wrestling this week, but she hasn't wrestled on TV in a long, long time. I'm not counting AEW Dark because it doesn't count. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating to see these talented men and women get their supposedly big opportunity and then just not get used. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that Tasha stuck around in Impact because uh, she knows um, where her bread is buttered. I'm sure they threw a bit more money at her and she's got freedom to do other bits and pieces so yeah i'm pleased that tasha resigned but i'm not surprised i think it makes the most sense for her to stay yeah i'm with you on that i'm tasha has uh, still has a lot of potential and right now she's she's very good but she can be even better with the the time invested in her which impact clearly wants to do they want to invest that time they want to invest an effort into making Tasha a big deal. I mean, she beat Mickey James. <laughs> like, she, she, was, she was knockout world champion, knockout tag team champion. Yeah, but she won the first ever uh, women's Ultimate X. Yeah. And, but it's not just, you know, time invested in Tasha, it's merchandise. Because yeah. if she went over to AEW, she would not get a look. No. Whereas Impact have got 
uh, action figures coming out next year. She's, she's already had a micro brawler. She's already had T-shirts. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, it makes more sense because she's going to make a bit of money off of that as well. Yeah. Well, that's this. Yeah, so I've seen uh, Lucha really wants it to happen. Tasha Steele's in Bullet Club. What would you think of that? I think that makes sense because they haven't had many women in Bullet Club. In fact, the only one I can think of is uh, uh, Luke Garrow's ex-wife. Yeah, and the Gallows, yeah. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I see anyone as well. And she'd fit right in. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. So. With New yeah. Japan um, finally having a women's division after 40 years, <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's the time to, to put some women in Bullet Club. And you yeah. know all the the big factions. Yeah, she's she's got that attitude as well to fit in very well, mm. like to be the like the. No, no, they don't feel like heels, even though they are. Like they're the they're the cool people who, they're bad guys, but they're good guys. Like mm. it's the anti heroes, if you like. Yeah. So I think very very much all for that. John Skyler. Now, see if you've watched previous episodes and we've talked about John Skyler. Being on the uh, if we did our uh, roster in depth look, set the roster. We we both said bye bye Don Skyler, but he's he's back. From what I've read in the article, um, he was supposed to be signed earlier, but there's issues with the with the contract. It, like, it didn't. I, I don't, I'm not sure what happened. So I haven't listened to the interview either. Did it with the Angle podcast, I believe. So I. I don't, know, I don't know because of that, but yeah, he's re-signed for multi- multiple years. <laughs> Where are you standing on that one? Because if Impact clearly sees something in him, and if they mm. can show us what they see in him, let's go for it. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, I've, I just think he's painfully average from what I've yeah. seen. He's just a, your typical indie wrestler. You know, short, stocky, generic gear, long hair. Sh- show me something, John Skyra. You know, Impact clearly sees something in you. you. You sign for multiple years, which baffles me, considering most people just get six months. Yeah. Yeah. Prove yourself, you know. When given the ball, run with it. And I yeah. hope you prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm all, I'm, so I'm all for new talent coming in. And if if they can show us what they can do and why, if if Impact can show us what they're investing in, and we get invested in it in, as as a as a fan, I'm all for it. Yeah, we have eaten our words before. Look at yeah. Steve Macklin. Look at W Morrissey. Exactly. It's what about what Impact showing us? <clears throat> Impact showing us what they see. Some. Cool, new signing, and from two new signings to someone on the way out, which with all the rumours, it's probably came back to WWE, which, you know, if you want to make money, go for it. Eric Young, Impact, continuing killing off their talent. I mean, what we've had, we've had Mickey James being hit by a train and surviving. We've had Nutrisaurus being hit with a wrench. Ali being stabbed in the neck with Freddy Krueger uh, 
to hand thing. Brad, uh, Ethan, Ethan Page ripping out his own heart, mm. or Karate Man ripping out his own heart, and now EY's been stabbed. <laughs> I mean, but obviously the important thing in TV is unless you see the body, there's always a chance they can come back. That's always a, a rule in TV. If you can, if you don't, unless you see the body, there's always a chance they can come back. But yeah, what's your thoughts on Eric Young heading out? The way, the way he headed out, and yeah, it's, it's it seems pretty clear he's going back to WWE. Um, what I like about when Impact kills off a talent, it's so tongue in cheek. You yeah. know, even the casual viewer will will see that and not really take it seriously. You know, everyone knows. Eric Young was on his way out, 99% sure, back to WWE, which is great. You know, we, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, if he has that opportunity, go for it. And hopefully Triple H uses him better yeah. than Vince did. Um, Should be too difficult. That's <laughs> very true. Uh, Eric Young can do absolutely everything. Yes. Hopefully Triple H sees that in him and, you know, finds a, a good spot for him. Um, but yeah, this the the whole killing off thing is something that Lucha Underground used to do, and that show was totally tongue in cheek. Yeah, um, and I I really enjoyed that. So yeah, I, I, that doesn't bother me the whole uh, killing off thing. No, it well, is what yeah. it is. Exactly. Right. Impact, they they know how to have fun with it. Like they understand what wrestling is about. I mean, I mean, there there are still a few people saying, "Well, it's just not realistic," which is a ridiculous argument for 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 wrestling when you have dead men, you have zombies essentially. Yes. But that's that's fine. People can get invested in that and be a lifelong fan of that. But you know, if they get killed off, I mean, it's just they're not killing him off. He's been sent to another realm. So it's all about just being creative, essentially. So just obviously, you know, they did, instead of show they did write off Kazarian, but that was that that was to help Macklin, and that didn't need it didn't need to have that feel because Kazarian was just there. They didn't, they didn't need to do anything over the top for write Kazarian off. Young, the way he did it, saying I was I was the designer. But you you were the design, perfect. I couldn't fault that segment in in any way. I thought it was excellent. Now it's all about whether, because obviously they, they want to push. They're going to be pushing Dina. I don't know to, to what extent, but can Dina carry this on his own? That's going to be the big question. Mm. I mean, like I say, Impact have the benefit of the doubt with most of their booking decisions. So I I'm I'm intrigued to see what they do with Dina, and whether they keep VBD together with Dina as the leader. I don't know. It kind of I kind of think kind of have to. Was it would make sense of bringing Angels and Con in? And exactly. Keep, so that was that was so recent. It's so fresh in people's mind. You know, yeah. bringing in Aaron Angels and Con, that Dina kind of has to be the leader now. Yeah, I'm I'm. So I'm interested in how they do this because Dina has a good character. 
is a is a very good hand and had a, a bout in match with a speedball flexion title. Mm-hmm. A very very good match, and we know he can go. So, and it's people seem to forget he is essentially a veteran. He's been around for years. Was <laughs> a former knockouts champion, if you like. But I'm sure people won't absolutely want to move on from that there. <laughs> if they want to take him seriously as a the leader of this uh, brutal faction who mm. is all about the violence. So I'm fine with it. I like Impact just being creative instead of just the standard, oh, he's, he's been beaten up, he's off TV now. Come off, why not? It's not like it's not like, it's not like they can't come back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know that Impact have done a good job of creating this undead realm where people go and can somehow come back from Madison Rain did it without anyone even knowing. Madison Rain came back from the undead, undead realm and no one knew how she got back. Yeah. So it's Jim still, Mitchell makes it back every time. There we go. It's you can uh, always come back, but I hope actually it's, it's almost almost night of saying he's going back to the WWE. Hopefully he can come back on the main roster because he's been to NXT. He knows what that's all about. He's been successful there as a, a former NXT Tag Team Champion. Mm. Main roster is where he was, he was just there floating around, not really doing anything. Yeah, had a, I think he had a couple of multi, multi-person multi matches. He split Sanity up pretty quickly. So, I don't know, I'm, hopefully they can do something with him because he's so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said it many, many times. Everyone says, oh, Jericho so clever at reinventing himself. Eric Young is just as clever at doing that with his character. Yeah. He's played everything you can possibly think of. He's, he's been a superhero. He's, he's been uh, 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 a heel in every form, essentially. It was that chicken heel, was the angry heel, was the violent heat so yeah hopefully you can uh do well them now we will be going to final 10 real quickly but we will touch on ipwf just quickly obviously you mentioned that you've only watched half of it and you're up to a match but we made to the ipwf obviously for me i know for a lot of people even the crowd seemed uh like they couldn't fully get invested in it because there's no real storyline attached to it. It's a storyline that's been created and we've seen it, and this is the payoff to that storyline we haven't seen. And obviously, it's a specific throwback. What what have you made to IPWF so far? Well, I always enjoy it um, because it's it's just fun. You know. It is hard to get invested because, like I said earlier, it's it's non-canon. You know, it, it doesn't matter in the universe of Impact Wrestling. It's his own little bubble, and even yeah. that is stretched. Um, yeah. You know, they keep referring to Downtown Daddy Brown, who you know is no longer with the company. You know, Daddy yeah. Mac uh, did not resign. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, 
terminology of the day, tongue in cheek. We we know it's yeah. a parody of the old days. Um, yeah. So it's dinky. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, no, it's a fair point. I I I enjoy them. It always make me laugh. Without fail, and you know that's that's the point to most of it. So up until this point, what have you seen? Because I can't remember any. I watched it three days ago. I can't remember any of it apart from some of the results and some of the characters. Like, who have you seen that we haven't seen on the Abidova beforehand? Like, have you seen uh, Speedball's my baby's character? Not yet. No. Do you, do you know who's playing? No. I know there was the posters. No. Okay. Um, so it's sort of, but I like how you know they've got on the on the card they've got Tommy Dreamer as Tommy Dreamer yeah right and they've got Johnny Swinger as Johnny Swinger so it's I, I like that style of thing and, and that young buck Mike Jackson yeah it's it's really just just fun mm. which wrestling is allowed to be fun it's a, yeah <laughs> you haven't got to take it seriously all of the time which impact don't always take it very seriously you know it's fair enough then because wrestling is silly sometimes it's allowed to be silly and yeah um so i don't want to get if you haven't seen i don't want to give any spoilers away but i like that this show is at it's taking it to conventions now I like how they put in this, like because it was that uh, WrestleCon uh, last Mania, which I don't think we'll ever see because a lot of people thought that they'd be showing the WrestleCon one as a third, but we haven't seen it. I don't think we'll ever get to see it, mm. which is interesting. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bothered that much because it's it's not like you've got to watch it to follow a story. But yeah, it's, it's just very fun, and it's allowed to be fun because they're, they're taking the piss a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's nothing wrong with that sometimes. Exactly. It's just it's 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 like it's, it's enjoyable. I mean, I know a lot of people were hoping, or oh, Lucha was hoping that we get uh, Tessa Blanchard coming back to rejoin the Rough Riders. Yeah. Uh, Blanche Ardmore was it? Yeah, mm. Blanche Ardmore and the, the, the Rough Riders. By the way, I really enjoy the Rough Riders. Yeah, like that—that's a faction. Like even though we only got for one show, that was a faction. I that was. Yeah, the uh, Alexia Nicole is Mildred something. Mm. And see, of course, Georgia Cobb. Yeah, and Lady Bird Johnston. Yeah, which. Have you seen the Lady Bird Johnston segment yet? Yeah, the Tunnel of Love. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Um, uh, Rosemary's playing the Cindy Lauper character. Yeah. Tory Nailbiter. Tory Nailbiter. <laughs> Which is just excellent. And uh, Jimmy Jacobs, uh, Brett Baker, the Hitmaker. Mm. Basically, Jimmy Hart. Yeah. And uh, Rusty, Rusty Iron. Iron. I really want to see Gia Miller in the ring some more as Gia Miller. She's doing a great job on, uh, you know, she's part of the wrestling revolver shows often and does a great job. We've seen she can wrestle. 
I I want to see I'd want to see Gmail in the rank a, a bit more. Obviously, means they may have to. They can, sure they can work something out. They can have a, a feud between Jim Miller and someone, and Jim Miller has to, has to step in the ring, mm. even though we, even though we all know she can wrestle. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get there. Yeah, it's it's, it's just all a bit of fun. Nah, I'm trying to like, think of what it was. I mean, uh, I'm trying to remember the matches. Some of the matches, anyway. Uh, and uh, Josh Matthews as a uh, Giuseppe Scavetti Jr., which I like that they keep the recurring characters that they can, because you know it's the territories. And it could change them up if they wanted to, but they don't. And um, I'm all for that. Just keeping it, keeping some sort of recurring themes. And you know, uh, Penza. Was a water chestnut. It's it's just it's just funny, you know. Uh, if by the way, if you know who's the, the the tall guy in the in the in the mask, let us know because we're not entirely sure. We recognize the others, and also who the uh, the the paper boy is with uh, uh, the editor in chief. Yeah, Chris Chris Saban. Saban character. If you know who the Paper boy, is, let us know because I, can't, I, th- I think it's it's the uh, this the second one I've got check who never seems to be on TV unless he's teaming up with Jason Hotch. Like it's you never really see him that often. The last time we saw of him was outside Scott Demore's office when they're trying to uh, decide who which one the the gut check winners are going to get in the uh, coil shot. That's Joe Henry popped up. By the way, I love the Joe Henry segment on Impact last week. Joe Hendry and Moose thing was excellent. That's who, that's who I want to see Joe Hendry in the ring with. This yeah, is people who need to stop That's what they're setting up for Hard to Kill. Um, I'd, I'd be up for that. Yeah, and it would also help the DMC as well. I'm having someone like Moose challenging for the DMC. Yeah, it may not be his, actual, his full aim, but it would help the DMC, it would help Joe Hendry. So I'm, I, was all, I was all for it. What do, what do you think to the uh, claim? that they kind of forced that in a little bit they forced that link of i don't say his name ever again and then joe henry comes out they say say his name and joe henry appears some people are claiming that is kind of a bit too forced what, what's your th- thought on that before moving to final 10 oh even if it is who cares yeah it's you know it, it's joe henry it's it's cheesy it's fun you know, it's meant to be a bit, you know, a little bit obnoxious. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it being forced. Yeah, it's all. I think we need that. Um, when people say something like that, I think we need the uh, the uh, Heath clip of he's talking nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, if you can put that in, if you can, <laughs> maybe you'll hear it, maybe you won't. Who knows? Um, so yeah, I guess. Now let's t- let's go to the final ten. We're a few months ahead, but it's time for that final ten, ten, ten. And again, if you tuned in last week, we um made a little. We decided to have some fun, like you normally do. We're talking about uh, the return, potential return of world of sport here in the UK. And we thought we'd uh, draft our very own rosters of the current crop of it. UK talent 
and we've thrown in a couple uh, imports in there for you. So the, the rules we set ourselves, we went for uh, 20 wrestlers, including two imports. Tag teams count as one. We chose a ring announcer, commentator, and backstage interviewer. Harold, do you want to go off one by one, or should we just like in person individually, or read our list, read our list out in full, and then I read my list out, you read yours. How do you want to do this? Um, should we do roster by roster? So yeah. I'll I'll do my men's, you do your men's, then you do your women's, I'll do my women's, and then we'll do the the commentators etc. Afterwards. Yep, sounds good. If you want to uh, take away with your, with your uh, first first part of your roster. Okay, I'm not going to include my imports in this. This is uh, this is my men's roster for the World of Sport reboot. I'm just going to go straight down the line. Gene Money. Scotty Rourke. Man like Derice. Mm-hmm. Will Cruz. If you haven't seen Will Cruz before, big man that can move. Yes. Um, really impressive. Uh, Ricky Knight Jr. Mark Haskins. Tommy Kyle. Top Gun Tommy Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you said we're counting tag teams as one, right? Yep. Sunshine Machine, Chuck Mambo and TK Cooper. Are our lists quite similar so far? There's a couple in that I haven't got, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Sunshine Machine for making the PDY 20, uh, number 24 and PDY100. Awesome. Yeah, great news. Good for them. Uh, my other tag team, the 47, Roy Johnson and Alexander Roth. Simon Miller. And... Zack Knight. That is my men's roster. Very, yes. There's some people that on the S that I think, damn, I should have added them. Didn't think of them until I literally wrote it down this morning, just off the top of my head, what I could think of that are some of the best I've seen. Yeah, I'm certain when you read yours out, I'll be like, oh, why don't I include them? <clears throat> okay, so here's uh, the men roster I chose. So I have Man Like Derice, Charles Crowley. Okay. Now this one I'm not sure. I'm technically not an import, but also and not fully a free agent, but they were on the original World of Sport. Joe Hendry. Mm-hmm. Driller Dan Maloney. Nice. The Sunshine Machine. The Close Personal Friends. CPF. Gene Money. Leon Slater. Mm-hmm. Good shout. And then I'll, uh, yeah, I'll leave my imports to the very end. The current WRS Tag Team Champions, Grado and Davy Boy Jr., Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's my uh, my men's roster. Okay, I didn't include Grado because I, I don't think he's really doing much in wrestling at the moment. But obviously, I would love to have Grado 
as part of the show. Yeah, excellent. So yeah, now to your uh, women's roster. Okay, from the top, Charlie Morgan and Jetta. Royal Aces, excellent. Alex Windsor, Lizzie Evo, Session Moth Martina, Emerson Jane, Nina Samuels, Rhea O'Reilly, and the woke queen Debbie Keitel. Again, a, a very solid roster that of someone, some people I've can't believe I've ever looked. But I guess uh, yeah, I really about fear now. <laughs> it, it it starts off very very similar. Yeah, I've gone Alex Windsor, Lizzie Evo. <laughs> Roy Laces. <laughs> <laughs> then I've gone uh, Chantal Jordan. Okay. Lana Rostin. Yep. Tonga. Millie McKenzie. Oh, Millie McKenzie. Uh, I do have another, another woman, but she, uh, she's part of my imports. So. Okay. I guess we'll uh, should mention the imports now. Yeah, go for it. Um, my imports are Davy Boy Smith Jr. And I've gone with someone that you might not expect. Jake something. Okay. What was the thing? I think Jake you, you bring, because he's a, a big boy, you bring him over as an opposing monster, put the belt on him straight away and have, have him as a heel and have the, you know, the, the baby faces chase Jake something. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I like the sound of that very much. And, and because he's, I think he's Canadian, isn't he? Because um, he's, you know, from North America, you've got that instant um, foreigner heel heat. You know, um, we, we want one of our plucky Brits to be the yeah. first champion. Oh, dang. I like it. Uh, no, I like it. My imports, I've chosen Warhorse. Okay. He's he's got that social media following, which I think could uh, it could help. And of my second import is the first and current IWGP Women's Champion, Kyrie Kyrie Sane. Ah, oh, brilliant! I think someone who could do a. I mean, Kyrie versus Alex Windsor already is, screams. Title feud, title feud. Mm-hmm. I did think about uh, Mako Satamura as one of my yeah. imports. She's yeah. incredible. Excellent. Just superb. So now we're going to move on to the announced team, if you like. Uh, I'll start off, start off with my ring announcer. Look, I'm not sure. I mean, you may not have heard of him if, unless you've... Unless you've uh, unless you're familiar with the uh, West Midlands scene. But I've gone with Colin Russell Ames. A ring out so it's kamikaze, it's a bit for a Russell Carnival. Someone's got a very, very good voice and is also a good uh, authority figure as well for these companies. Uh, Comes like Shropshire Wrestling and very much Midlands-based, but has 
a, a great voice and a really good MC. Like, so I really rate who you chosen as your ring announcer. Again, it's someone that a lot of listeners might not be aware of. A gentleman called Terry Gauchi. Uh, we had Terry as ring announcer for WAW for a few years. Mm. And he's he's a comedian by trade, but he started getting into um, emceeing boxing shows right. and then came over and started, started doing the, the big, you know, the epic shows for WAW. Brilliant guy, really funny, professional, great voice. Um, it was he was such a good ring announcer, just you know, in terms of announcing people to the ring, yeah. you know, the rules, yeah. etc. But also, you know, when the cameras are off, get keeping the crowd entertained and getting them hyped up. He was brilliant. Um, he doesn't do wrestling anymore, unfortunately, but. I think he would be brilliant on the new world of sport. Yeah, I mean, there's the thing is, there are so many good people, good people uh, uh, ringing out in MCing. There's so many talented people out there, and it's, it's so many to choose from. So picking one was was difficult. Now to the main commentary team, if you like. Uh, I've chosen again someone who's big on the West Midlands scene but goes all over the place and also a former TV and chats guest which a lot of people on this list are <laughs> but we hey we have them on for a reason yeah uh so my commentators are and a, a former impact wrestling someone involved in impact wrestling I've gone with Simon Hill and so Calvell oh okay I think some Simon Hill he's just you know it's like there's a reason we actually the reason we had him on the pod because he's so professional and again it's clearly passionate about what he does and he's very good at it and so cal val you know i've i've just watched a cop she obviously an original world sport commentator for the reboot original reboot and on progress wrestling she's very good at what she does for impact again very good at what she did so yeah, i've gone with uh Simon Hill and so Calvell. Uh, who are your lead commentators? I've gone a bit old school um, with my commentators. Um, I've gone with the twisted genius, Dean A.S., who was in the original 1PW and the FWA, um, IPW UK, you know, long storied career in British wrestling, um, knows his stuff and uh, is very, you know, he's a great talker. He used to be a manager as well. So he, he has the gift of gab. Um, and Andy Boy Simmons. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I've, of course I know I've, I, Andy Boy. Uh, first show, first uh, show I ever went to was Impact Wrestling UK and it was uh, Sanjay Dunn and Andy Boy Simmons on commentary. And I could hear him behind me. I stood in front of them, I could hear them doing their stuff. Very, very entertaining. So I completely see where that, that one has uh, come from. Now, I've also chosen, we've also chosen a backstage interviewer, and I've gone with someone who you have on your list of wrestlers, but I've gone with backstage interviewer. Maybe could wrestle if they wanted to. I've gone with Simon Miller. 
Okay. Um, I actually went with SoCal Val as my backstage interviewer. Okay. You know, it's, it's a job she's done before. She, she does it well. Um, yeah. She lives uh, in the UK, even yeah. though she's obviously American. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think she'd be a, a great shout for World of Sport. And she was on the, the previous series yeah. as a commentator. So, um, yeah, I think she she has to be involved in the new yeah. reboot. I mean, honestly, look at let's look, let's look and listen to both of these rosters. Just goes to show the amount of talent in the UK right now. And yeah, we've added a couple of imports, but again, there's so much incredible talent to 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 show here in the UK. So, uh, if you want to let us know who you have on your fantasy world sport rosters tweet us so you can see our social media handles if you're listening at tiw channel at mr impact craig at peter nixon esquire esq you can see and we'll nah and who knows if you're between two us you may even read some out so but yeah some very very good people in this on this scene right now i guess with that we'll uh wrap it up and only just about two minutes over time, so not all, not all the happy master. Keep it to mostly an hour. Uh, of course, uh, follow us here, there, everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and whatever else you podcast. Go check out every episode of TBN Chats with George Lydon to to, to Len Davis, of course, to Lizzie Evo, very beginning. Which I mean, approaching a year now of this TBN Chats of the tbn i think next week will be a year because i only missed an episode i think next week is a year and I th- is this i think it's episode 50. <laughs> i should really keep track of it yeah it's, it's of course episode 50 which wow uh, it's not so, even a milestone 50 what's that <laughs> i mean nearly a year that's what it is it's beyond insane that people have watched and listened so thank you for for watching this bloody nonsense. Uh, of course, follow us here everywhere. Uh, Alabama Trainee, uh, of course, it was just a day, uh, match game. We'll see over here. It's uh, blankety blank for, for, from over here. And yeah, you may see a few, a few familiar faces that don't necessarily uh, visit the house that very often. So go check them out. Funny stuff as always. Uh, Go Go Power Rankings. Uh, new co-host joining this week, next week, whenever you watch. The Godfather of the Power Rankings, Lucha, will be joining the Tier and Burt as the new co-host of the Power Rankings. So go check them out. Always a laugh. Now, uh, yeah, go check out all this bloody nonsense we do. And that this channel does because... We need to support and please, please drop a subscribe if you're watching because we, you, know, you see the algorithm. It, most people who are watching aren't subscribing and it really help us if you subscribe. It takes two seconds and it just helps us more than you'll know. We won't get a of notifications, honestly. No, it's the bad if you want to click it. But if you don't, you don't just hit the subscribe button because it really, really helps. Our and drop a little comment in here. Let us know you've watched or what you thought of everything we do here because... You know, we 
for the most part, we're doing this for your entertainment. Yes, it's you know we enjoy doing it, but it's, it's for you to watch and in, enjoy, have a little escape from whatever's going on, because people need an escape. So of course, I said go check out everything we do because it's all all fun, all nonsense, and as and more people need to watch Impact and the and be aware of the British wrestling scene. And I hope in our little corner on the internet, it, it can help in any any little way. So go check out everything. I've been MRC. This has been Nixon. Until next time. Bye, my friends.